0: So as you heard the children's sermon, the uh, children's version of Jesus' encounter with Zacchaeus, so we listen again to the story, opening our hearts and our heads to uh, maybe a new word from this old word this morning. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through it. A man was there named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was but on account of the crowd he could not because he was short in stature so Zacchaeus ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree to see him because he was going to pass that way when Jesus came to the place he looked up and said Zacchaeus hurry and come down for I must stay at your house today so Zacchaeus hurried down and was happy to welcome Jesus all who saw it began to grumble and say, he's gone to be the guest of one who is a sinner. Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, look, half of my possessions I will give to the poor, and if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay them back four times as much. Then Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house, because he too is the son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek out and to save the lost. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Mm. Oh, God, we, we come this morning a bit like Zacchaeus, needing our hearts and our heads and our hands open again. Thank you for an old story made new again this morning through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It was over 20 years ago now that a man named David Saucier became the fourth patient at the Methodist Hospital in Houston, Texas to receive a heart transplant. On the 10th anniversary of his heart transplant operation, David wrote an article entitled, Number Four is Still Alive. Listen closely to David Saucier's words as he reflects on his life after heart transplant surgery. He writes this, Ten years ago, in the wee hours of the morning, God performed a miracle in me. It was not the first miracle he had performed in my life, nor was it to be the last, but it was perhaps the most dramatic. The transplant team at Methodist Hospital, under the leadership of Dr. Michael DeBakey, performed their fourth heart transplant, replacing my damaged, doomed heart with one from a young man whose own life had tragically ended. Now... Some may call this a miracle of modern science, but life itself is a miracle of God. And for another person's heart to grow to my severed aorta and become part of the living me is a miracle of God in my book. David Sassiar goes on to say, many people have asked me if I feel any different or if I act any different, if the transplant has changed my life in any way, and I can answer that, that I've been changed in three ways. First, there's an urgency. I live with renewed sense of urgency that has changed my priorities because I realized that if I am going to stop and smell the roses, I best do it now. Second, there's gratitude. I don't understand this miracle that's happened within me with a new heart. All I can do is accept ...and feel grateful for each additional day that I live. And third, is that now I walk just a little closer to God. When you've been through a harrowing experience with someone... ...you form a special bond with them. Recovering from the transplant was, at times, yes, a harrowing experience. And I guarantee you, I clung to God for dear life during those times... God was the good friend who saw me through. Sometimes the only one who truly understood. And I am forever grateful for that. Saucier concludes his essay with these words. Deep down inside, I know that God will always take care of me. And I also know that no one lives forever. And that someday God will decide that he can better take care of me on the other side of the Jordan. But until that time, number four is still alive and enjoying every minute. Hmm. What David Saucier writes about is literally a new lease on life. A new heart, a new beginning, a new chance. He received this new heart and the new heart gave him a fresh sense of urgency, a new sense of gratitude, and a closeness to God that he had not experienced before. Now for David Saucier, this this new heart was literal, but in many ways this same thing happened to Zacchaeus in a spiritual way. While he didn't have a heart transplant, he did have a heart transformation. The great physician, Jesus, touched his heart and turned him around. See, somewhere back in the past, Zacchaeus had gotten off track, right? Uh, As kids, we sing Zacchaeus or did sing Zacchaeus as a wee little man and a wee little man was he. The scripture tells us that it's about him being short in stature. But it seems also that Zacchaeus was small in spirit. Bad habits had, had evidently taken root in his heart. Greed, selfishness, maybe acts of lying and stealing that had started quite small, but had grown to take over his life. They were destroying him. They were, You know, like when you get a bad heart, they were damaging his heart. He had a diseased heart, and it was cutting him off from other people, and from God, and from the life that he could live. And then along comes Jesus. Along comes Jesus. I just love picturing this uh, story when we're told that Zacchaeus is up in the tree, and as the as the as the children's book. Uh, Bible story tells us that Zacchaeus is looking to see where Jesus might be coming from, and then he hears a voice and it, it turns out that Jesus is right under the tree, right Jesus is right under the tree and is looking up, like, "Hey, Zacchaeus, you got to come down, I'm going to your house what an in, What an encounter Jesus touches Zacchaeus we, it's, we're not told this, but you You can feel it, that physically as well as spiritually, Jesus touches Zacchaeus. And what Zacchaeus experiences is redemption, right? Salvation, like whole person brought into it. The power of conversion and the miracle of a transformed heart. Mm, That's a good story it's true it's true in the way that Jesus transforms hearts and lives when Zacchaeus encountered Jesus the great physician the healer of body and souls for the first time Zacchaeus recognized and felt that his heart wasn't whole that it was diseased that he did need a new heart And when he said yes to Jesus, when he said, yeah, come to my house, right, come to my house today, that's when he opened his heart to healing. And the healing of his heart was something like what David Saucier explains. Zacchaeus felt a sense of urgency. The story I read from scripture is just a few short verses, and all you know is that uh, Zacchaeus comes down, they go to his house, and then it says Zacchaeus has changed. It must have been a sense of urgency, a sense of gratitude. His response to Jesus shows that. And a closer walk, a closer walk. For the first time, maybe, a closer walk on the path that was set by God through the prophets. What did the prophets say? Micah? Amos, for the first time, maybe, we don't know, or for a renewed time for sure, Zacchaeus was set on the path that said to do justice. That's why he was giving back, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. Zacchaeus's open heart made this transformation possible. Yes, Zacchaeus said to Jesus, you are. Welcome at my house today. You're welcome to come in, Jesus. That's the kind of healing that's possible for all of us. God has the power still to touch and heal our hearts, to turn our lives around, whatever is keeping us back or keeping us down or keeping us up in a tree. Give us individually and as a community oh lord a new start a new heart a new beginning a new lease on life a life filled with a sense of urgency of gratitude and of a closer walk with God that's the invitation that's the invitation when Jesus called to Zacchaeus and calls to us and so Thanks be to God for this indescribable gifts. We open our hearts. We open our hands. We open our heads. We open our doors. Come, Lord Jesus. Be our guest. Amen.